Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 768. And today we're going to dive into the city of Jinky 52, which is stillness. And this is um, a really solid example of how it is that um, the city is within the shadow. And we always talk about, you know, like the both extremes of the path, of the journey. They're, they're one thing. And then the only thing that really changes the actual path, which is the gift, right? The city and the gift, they're the same thing. How could you, how could that be, right? And it is because it's a disconnection. It's a disconnection on two ends of the spectrum. On the shadow, we are disconnected from life. And on the gift, we are disconnected from the game of life. It's it's very interesting because in the shadow, we can't escape the game of life. So we check out. Uh, and check out meaning, you know, on the repressive nature, literally implode with thing to the point that there's nothing but just uh, an, a, an empty shell imploded, right? And obviously in the reactive nature, it's this checking out in which in which there's the other out there. And and we are to protect from the other. We are to lash at the other because it's their fault because... You know, the, the internal struggle is, is so... The confusion of the internal struggle is such that we cannot we cannot see an, another way of finding relief because that's what we're looking in the reactive nature. We're looking for relief. And um, so we lash out. But that is a disconnection from life because there's no such thing as... as 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 a separation, you know, there is just one thing going on here. The entire of the multiverse is one thing. There's no, like, there's that person and it's me, you know. There's the individual that expressing God through that person, and there's me as an individual expressing God through me. But there, we are literally not separated, and so the shadow is that illusion of separation. And then the game, the, the, the city is the same energy, but now from a place of absolute understanding. Because there's absolute understanding, there is no longer a participation in the game. But not from a place of misunderstanding, but from a place of absolute understanding. In the shadow, we have a misunderstanding of reality. That's why we are disconnected from life and in the city there's a complete understanding of reality and that's why there's no longer a personality so there's no longer to play anybody to play the game anymore there's there's you know the personality is the one having the experience right um personality is not the one having the experience the personality is the one believing that is the one having the experience <laughs> and 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 
And so as long as we believe that the personality is real, we are still playing the game. To a certain or lesser degree, this is not going to go away until we completely, uh, the city dawns on us, right? We enter the sixth seal. But it by the time it reaches the fifth seal, um, then it's, it's, it's the, you know... The, all the fulfillment of the gift of the path is like at that, that point it doesn't matter because we are so close because our life is fulfilled we are fulfilled with our lives and it's amazing and it's a great life it's still not we haven't reached a full understanding of all of everything because we're still playing the game but we're getting close and it's gonna come the time when there's gonna be this com absolute complete understanding of reality and then when that happens then there's no longer a willingness to play the game because there is no longer anybody there to play the game the personality is gone there's not there's not a character in the story anymore we have become the theater the film we have become the every single the story itself the plot the the ink in which it was written, you know, the, 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 the breath of the writer, right? The city is becoming everything, not becoming, realizing that we are everything. And in that realization, the love of that realization is so vast that there is no, there is no place for, for, for us to play the drama. Because in, in order to have a story, you have to have drama, without a story without drama is boring you know it's, it's like what the fuck <laughs> you're watching something hello good morning i love you hi let's hug you can watch that for you know 30 seconds and two minutes and then you're gonna like okay i got shit to do why because there's no growth there's no change it's already an achieved um, place which for for the reason we see stories and the reason we live stories so that we can have growth so that we can experience even vicariously with stories that change that is life right without that change we don't have life and so that's what that's what this whole work is here with the jinkies the, the understanding change the nature of the movement of life so when we have absolute understanding of what is the nature of the movement of life, then uh, then there's this stillness. There's no longer movement because you're everywhere. Your consciousness, there is no longer you. You know, you have dissolved back into everywhere. And so that stillness, what it really means is that there's no distance in either time or space because the one whole is everywhere the 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 god is the universe is ev it's everything so it has awareness of here and in alpha centauri and in you know the sombrero galaxy and in the seventh plane of existence and in the fourth and in the fifth and in every single state of expression of every entity that have observed reality for all of this womb of this multiverse in all star systems in all planes of existence and there is just 
that awareness that is everything that understands the nature of life. And that is stillness. And when we're looking at that, and we're going to be looking at that today, in terms of frequency, it's incredibly interesting. We're looking at frequency. Obviously, we have the oscillation of um, of light or thought or sound or matter. Um, Crescent Valley, right? Within a certain um, period of time. But stillness exists of bo on both ends. Once the frequency is so low, at some point there's no frequency, it's just a flat line. And that is the absolute collapse of reality. But since it's a flat line, it's like a circle, like an Ouroboros, right? It, it, at that point, and we're going to be talking about Taurus. At that point, it connects to the all the all the other way to the other end of the spectrum where we have the city, which the frequency, the oscillations are so fast that they dissolve into one vertical line, right? So the um, you would get the the line of of um, low frequency, you know, that oscillation dissolves into one horizontal line, and then the um, the stillness, right, of the oscillations of high frequency reaching that peak of like just one flat vertical line. So now you got an axis. And what is that? It's going to, it's the same thing. So imagine kind of like, like, a, like a circle that comes back to itself. Like, and this is the way I, I observe the universe ultimately. Like people say, oh, the universe is infinite. But... The way that I see it is that at the end of the universe, this is the beginning of life. You go all the way to the end of the universe, and what it really is, is the um, subatomic world. It goes back like an Ouroboros, right? Like a serpent eating its own tail. Like it goes back to the beginning. And it, it ushers, again, from the subatomic world, because you know, ultimately we know that the subatomic world exists everywhere one particle in the or you know even subatomic particle in the quantum world it exists everywhere simultaneously so what is that the end of the physical universe right so we're going to be diving into that today it's going to be really fun but before we dive into that if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here you want to go to jorn.tv that's j o u r n.tv that's the homepage of the podcast at the bottom of that uh page there's a black menu with five links one of them says jinkies click on that one and that will take you to episode 256 and uh, you can listen to that episode and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. We are learning how to use this tool, the Gene Keys, to understand the nature of life. Um, there are 64 basic building blocks of reality, which is how consciousness weaves through life and how change um, weaves life itself. And so, um, but the very core kind of seed of this change is the movement from fear to love to enlightenment which is here in the jinkies we call it the movement from the shadow to the gift to the city and it's the shadow is the misunderstanding of reality the gift is the understanding of reality 
or the or the the process of understanding reality. That, that's probably a better way to put it. And then the city is the understanding of reality. Complete understanding. Reality has been understood. We got shadow. It's misunderstanding of reality. Gift is the process of understanding reality. And the city is complete understanding of reality. The key work where we're doing here is really... Um, Going back to the core essence of why are we alive here? We are alive to live life. And if there's a part of us that is, or a part of our misunderstanding of reality that it's holding us back from living life, we are not fulfilled. And we will, we are unfulfilled. This is the nature of the hero's journey, right? There is, there is something wrong with the life, the universe of, of somebody. They have to go on this journey to find that healing, to find that, you know, whatever it is that's going to get them, you know, to the other side. Because the changes, changes the, the only, the only constant in life. Without change, we get stagnant, and then we begin, um, then we die. Either we're changing or we're dying. Either, and and here's the, a good kind of like. Um, relevance between in change if we stop seeing change as an external force coming into our lives and we begin the, and we begin to look at change as creation then the whole paradigm is going to be turned upside down because we, because there is no separation because the entire multiverse is one thing because there is only one of us here there is no possibility that change is coming to you. You are change coming to yourself, right? In a certain moment in life, in every day, because it comes every day, right? But here's the thing. If we surrender to the fact that change is creation... And what I mean by creation, I mean rearranging of already existing building blocks of the multiverse. You could say, oh, it is the unknown, but it is really the unknown for you, for that very specific angle of the of God that is having that experience. But it is not the unknown for an ascended master, for example. An ascended master is an ascended master for a reason. They've already understood reality. So that means that that knowledge exists in the field. And so... Creation is choosing to redesign reality. And so change is coming in your life. What are you going to do about it? First step is taking ownership of the change. This isn't coming to me. This is me expanding. And I got to ride this wave because this is my fucking wave. I am the wave, I am the surfboard, I am the surfer, and I am the wind. And I am every single aspect of the entire creation. I am the other looking at me and I looking at them, right? And so when we're looking at uh, how do we use this tool, it's a trick. The entire thing here is this jinky thing is a trick to get your attention focused on unraveling this, this connection within yourself to the universe. So that you can 
at any given moment understand your life and understand life because you have the ability to connect directly to the source and get your own answers for your life. And so the more we, we contemplate this jinkies, I mean, I'm, I've been going through this, where I'm on jinky 52, right? By, by this point, I know what this thing is about and I'm still, you know, 12, 13, 14 to go, right? Um, what it is, is letting you understand what is it that can, can we do about our lives and the one thing that we can do about our lives is to live a fulfilled life we cannot become enlightened because that is not the doing you see we <laughs> that's a big misunderstanding within the new age or whatever you know i'm going to become enlightened no you can't because enlightened is stillness you know, this is, you know, we're talking about every single jinky, every single city is the same city, right? So, in this example, stillness is not doing anything. So, it isn't something that you can do. It's something that uh, happens and happens when you no longer want it. Because you are no longer in need because you are no longer disconnected. And then, boom, that's when it happens. But... The one thing that we can have is a great life. To live this life and to expand as further as we can. Our consciousness, our heart, our perception of reality. Towards re be living, living our lives, becoming and living a life from which there is only one organism. In which every time you look at someone else, you're looking at yourself. And you're so amazed that they are completely different than you. But they are you. And so what are you doing? You are looking at a part of you that is you. And you love that. You love how different you are. That is the adventure. That is the gift, right? Which we were um, looking into. And we have all these different gifts, right? So it's, it's these different entry points into this contemplation. And then, and then we have these cities, right? Which is us really aligning ourselves with that timeline of ascension and starting to get these incredible glimpses of what is the life that it's um, that is no longer uh, a choice of of conscious observation, but it is the three hundred and sixty degree eye that is multidimensional. That it is all of observation because we are here in this reality. We put our attention. That's what's free will, right? We put our attention on something. But the city is attention on everything simultaneously. It's, it's your attention is everywhere. That's why it's not moving. When we are putting our attention, we're moving from here to there in this direction through this thought form, through that thought path. Eventually, we start doing stuff based upon that certain kind of attention. But when your attention is everywhere, simultaneously, because there's no longer you, <laughs> that is enlightenment, right? But that isn't something that we're after here. We looked at the cities because it, 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 we are prepping. We are like, it's like we are prepping the soil. For the for for the manifestation of this 
our goal here is to be fulfilled as individuals in this reality, in a physical reality, because we are fucking here. You can dream all you want about going to the fairy kingdom, but you are here. Are you? How is your relationship with others? How is your heart? How much you laugh? How much you express? How much joy do you radiate moment to moment to moment? Right? So all of that information is there in episode 256. Listen to that episode. And there's in that page, there's charts, there's videos, there's a link, there's, you know, um, there's links to the Jinkies website. There's a link that said click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the... Um, when you go get there, you go to the Jinkies website. This is the map that we're using to get started with this study because it's a profound study, this, what we're doing here. This isn't a 20-minute astrology reading that's going to tell you that, you know, you shall be married in the morning, you know, <laughs> the love of your life, you know. doesn't work like that, baby. The love you get is the love you give. And so... um but all of that is there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, about me, about John.TV, about Pearl Planet, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our goal here with all of these brands is to lay out or help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And a real civilization is made out of frequency vibration. It's very specific frequency tone. And that is the, the frequency tone of individual self-expression. That is how the future is built. It is not by the things that you do, but who you are. When you become your unique self-expression, you are the future manifested. And you become a beacon of frequency. And that beacon connects and links with other people that are, are become they become they have realized their unique self-expression moment to moment and now we have a network and that network is the blueprint right obviously when you are expressing your true true inner drive right your inner drive is driving you which is god is driving you right um then the things that you do will be in alignment with the, with 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 a, a, an opened manifestation of a greater expression of life, and and you know it's beautiful at that point, but that is the key to focus on on the on the expression on the individual, and it, this expression needs nothing, lacks nothing, and wants nothing. Because it's sourcing its energy directly from God. Everybody out there is out to get the attention of someone else. But when you realize that you got the attention of God, you have infinite abundance in every single possible direction. And you start falling in love with the art of, with the act and the art of creating life. Creating your, your unique self-expression, right? Now, now you're a beacon of the future, manifested, broadcasting, beacon, vibrating, broadcasting a signal. And um, so don't let anybody bamboozle you that we are here to destroy the fucking Illuminati and you know, that shit, you know. The more you put your fucking attention there, the more you give your power away to them because attention is power. Now, I'm not saying don't be informed. 
Educate yourself. Every single fucking thing you can imagine is happening right now because all potential, all simultaneous parallel universe exists simultaneously. Everywhere you put your attention, it's a parallel universe. So when you move your attention from every of those parallel universes and put it in love, Put it in your unique self-expression. Put it in this extraordinary reality you are making because you've fallen in love with your creative process. You are uh, pulling the foundation of the matrix, hierarchical matrix, world shadow system. Because it's, it's built on your attention, on the attention of the people. When people stop believing the news, because they know it's fucking bullshit, or they want to fucking bring another fucking pandemic with a fucking mask, and everybody, the last time, every time, only 17% of people took the fucking booster. The monkeypox thing didn't fucking work. Nobody's believing their fucking shit anymore. So what, what's happening? The attention is somewhere else. When there is no attention, that construct collapses on itself like a house of cards because it doesn't have a foundation. And that's what I'm talking about, about laying out the foundation of a real civilization. It's made of your attention in extraordinary creativity that comes from a singing of your heart, the inner drive that it's organic directly from your connection your connection with God. And then your attention is no longer feeding into the system because your attention is not there. Yes, you understand what's going on and it's important to understand go what's going on because all of these games are being played. At some, some point, somebody comes and knocks on your door and says, you know, oh, you know, it's time for you to wear the fucking mask. You say, go fuck yourself. I love you. <laughs> you close the door. You know? This is the reason why, because these games, and, and, not, and this is at a macro level, but at an every moment level, you're going to meet another freak that's going to show up. And, 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 and I'm saying this with love, okay? Because everybody is, is, is playing a character within the larger story of life. And that's the tyrant, that's the villain, that's the messenger, that's the freak, that's the hobo, whatever it is. You meet these characters. They are not God. They're the characters. They're the personality. Just like your your own personality is not God. It is God because it's part of God because nothing is not part of God. But it's a limited character that's just for this particular play. Who you are is everything. Who we are is everything. So comes a character and tries to sell you a story that they're the fucking whatever, the guardians of the doors of the fucking light, you know. And, and you can tell... That what they want is attention. Like everybody else. And now you're giving them your attention. Oh yeah, master guru fucking, you know. Kiss my ass. At that point, you're not doing them or you a favor. Because you, now you shifted your attention to their parallel universe. You see what I'm saying? So it's moment to moment. Every single step, every single decision. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be an asshole and tell them, go fuck yourself. I mean, maybe if you feel like. <laughs> uh, but you can't just say, uh, you know, you can't instead of that, choose to see God in their eyes and say, this is God playing that game. And it's OK for them, but you don't believe it. 
You see what I'm saying? You are no longer believing these bullshits that keep coming from all fucking angles. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Because they're all, they're all just games. You don't play those games. If you want to play a game, you, you play a game consciously. You are conscious that you are playing a game like, you know, being an engineer or being a scuba diver or becoming a massage therapist. You're playing a game, but you're conscious that you're doing it. You're, uh, you know, a musician. Now you're playing music. You see what I'm saying? This is the fun of life. But the fun of life comes because we are aware of what the fuck we're doing. When you're doing something and you're unconscious that you're doing it, that's when you are, that's when you get lost. Lost in these games. These are all games. And then they get nasty. Now you got fucking political assassinations and shit like that. Oh, we're playing it. We are the fucking military of this world. But we're going to fight and kill these other people because it's very fucking important. And everybody's going to get fucking butchered. That's how deep our games go. They get nasty. Okay. And, um, and it's time for us to grow the fuck up. Those are those are the toys of 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 spoiled, you know, uh, cruel children that we've all been. You know, we just have to take responsibility. We we all have that fucking cruelty with that within us, and and as we become aware of that, then we receive that pain that we've caused to others, and and now we're feeling it, and we're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is the shit I've brought onto others, fuck, and now you're healing. Next time you're going to have an opportunity to shit on somebody's face and you're going to go like, fuck, I know how it feels somebody shit on my face. I'm not going to do it. Maybe you don't want to participate in that game, but you're not going to go actively fuck with them. Even though you might, you know, might be tempted by the money or by the fucking sex or by the fucking power, whatever, you know, these are games and you go like, fuck that. I want God, motherfuckers. I want I want my heart fully open like a beam of light that's shining upon everything. I want that stillness. I want that presence. I don't want this fucking, you know, 20 minutes of orgasm, you know, which is nice, but you know, wouldn't you rather have, you know, your whole entire existence of orgasm? Yeah, baby. And I'm not saying you cannot have your experiences in any of this way. What I'm saying is how do we treat others? Knowing that others don't exist, they're us. Every single moment we treat anyone in any way to become completely conscious. What is it that we're giving them? What the fuck are we saying? What do we want? And get to the point that every single conversation, every single interaction is to give love. Because you have so much. Not because it's your fucking obligation to, to give them their love, you know. Because now the next thing you're going to have a bunch of people, you know, sucking out your teeth. Give me your love. Give me your love. No. They need to find their own way. You're doing it for you. Because this is your life. So all of that stuff is there, you know. So <laughs> I could keep going with this shit forever. But let's dive into this um First part, because there's going to be a couple parts of this shadow, this, no, I'm sorry, this city of Jinky 52, which is stillness. What is it that Richard Rod is talking about this? And, um, and, and, you know, I'm going to give you my kind of, you know, description, my, my part of it, what I see about this, right? 
The 52nd city of stillness, the stilling of the wave. Frequency is the oscillation of energy waves at different speeds and intervals. Right? So you got crest and valley, crest and valley. And the frequency is thought. Consciousness is everything, right? So consciousness is not thought. It's, it's thought is special specified consciousness. Consciousness is all of all of thought, if you want to call it thought, but it's not thought. Consciousness is God. Right? All everything. Right? Or the first manifestation of God if you want to see God as the void, as as the nothing, right? And then you got thought, which is now we got frequency. Because it's a particular specialized kind of thought. And as thought densifies, it turns into light. And as light densifies, it turns into sound. As sound densifies, it turns into matter. And so we have uh, dense matter and light matter, right? Lighter matter. High frequency thought, high frequency light, high frequency sound. And this is the amount of oscillations in a certain amount of time. And here's where we have our element. The element of this multiverse that is literally the signature of the multiverse is time. Because in other multiverses before here, there's no time. So because we have time here, we have um, the illusion of permanence or the, or the, you know, a little bit more of space to experience thickness. <laughs> But then we have, we're going to have, you know, either many fast oscillations, that's high frequency, or less, more the wave up and down, lower frequency, right? So there is a paradox when we take frequency to either of ex extremes, where I was talking at the beginning, right? Energy waves oscillating at lower and lower frequencies would eventually stop altogether and we would experience nothingness, Right? That flat, horizontal flat. If we're seeing the frequency kind of like horizontally. Because if we can tilt it vertically and it would be the opposite, right? Just just don't get stuck in like, oh, but you know, lower frequencies horizontal and high frequencies vertical. Not necessarily because if you turn that thing, it would be the opposite. So just an example. Remember, we're talking about multidimensionality here. So there's not even linear flat or, you know, X, Y axis here. So at the other end of the spectrum... Energy waves vibrating at higher and higher frequencies eventually become so close together that they merge to create another kind of nothingness. This nothingness represents the Cidic state, right? Obviously, there are many words used to describe this. Bliss or universal love, or in the case of the 52nd city, stillness, because every single city is the same city. Like I always say, you know, the city is the sixth seal. And the sixth seal is the doorway to the seventh seal. And so imagine a room that has 64 doors. And the city is the experience of touching that doorknob and turning it and opening the door and walking through the door um, frame. But as soon as you're inside the room, you're in the seventh seal and all cities are one because you're in the room. So you have and you are all of the cities. Um, you know, opening that door and turning the knob and all of that stuff can last a lifetime. That's why you see these gurus sitting down under a tree for, you know, 50 years. But what I'm saying is that it's a blink of an eye in the, in the time of God. So the city is the sixth seal and you got the seventh seal. 
the room that is everything and so uh, and so it is bliss it is universal love it is every single city so the city of stillness can greatly help us to understand this concept of transcending frequency transcending frequency itself because what are we really transcending when we're transcending frequency we are transcending time because time is the manifestation frequency is the manifestation of time we have frequency because we have time but when time stops and time stops when there is nothing but the one whole right because time is is you know whatever space between here and there and space is whatever time between here and there right but where there's no here and there because there's just here time and space disappears and so frequency disappears along with it because frequency is literally you're going to have that um, coagulation of matter gradually through those planes of existence going down the seals going down the chakras because each one of those is a plane of existence we're densifying time until eventually it turns into matter. But now we're going back home. We're in. We're going to that uh, uh, evolution, going back upwards. Involution brought us here. Now evolution is getting us back. And so at both extremes of the ex- spectrum. And so here is paradoxically both ends of the spectrum lead to the same state. And that's funny, you know. This is what I was talking about. You get that stillness. Both at the end of the high frequency, turns into a vertical line. That stillness of the sh- of the city, and then you got the stillness of the shadow. It becomes so dense, it collapses so nasty. The fuck, the fuck, the fuck. And now it's just a flat line, but it is stillness. So you return back home to God. Through the absolute destruction. Like the fucking misunderstanding of reality of the shadow gets so thick. That you return back to back to God. And that's some such some scary path there right there. Um, so at both extremes of the spectrum we experience stillness. Many spiritual systems or great teachers have referred to the ultimate enlightened state. As nothingness or the void. The Buddha was particularly fond of this terminology. In fact, this 52nd city has a real taste of the Buddha about it. The ancient um, Chinese named the 52nd hexagram of the I Ching Keeping Steel Mountain. And one is reminded here of the image of the Buddha sitting in absolute stillness beneath his body tree waiting for all phenomena to dissolve and the true reality of enlightenment to shine through. And it's not, he wasn't waiting, you know, that's a bad, mis- bad translation of what he was doing. He was uh, witnessing, um, witnessing the phenomena dissolve. And, and that's another thing, you know, here's another thing I, I really want to mention. Through these our spiritual, spiritual journey of all the new agers or whatever you want to call them, all of us, because we all come from, you know, different traditions and religions, and eventually we start waking up to the fact that some things don't make sense, and and a lot of things sounds like a lot of bullshit. And then there's more and more comprehensive, more, eh, eh, more encompassing ver- vi- perceptions of reality, right? And uh, and at some point, there is a trap 
of getting enamored with the phenomena. You know, let's say that because you have your attention is becoming really solid, you you can't hold your focus in something. Now you're able to um, have precognition, you know, or you're able to maybe even have um, see through stuff. Or, or, you know, even more advanced students, you know, have like telekinesis or telepathy or all of this stuff, right? Because this is, this is the kind of stuff that comes with the city. But it's a fucking trap. To focus your attention on the phenomena will keep you in the phenomena. Or in the pursuit of the phenomena for, you know... It could be lifetimes. And not only that, it could degenerate. And this does happen to people. Um, they get stuck in this stuff. And now they have, you know, certain level of supernatural abilities, if you want to call them, or magic powers. But because we are meant to be constantly expanding, which is returning home, which is, you know, either accelerating, accelerating that frequency so that it reaches the still point again, we are not meant to be lost in like, you know, you know, can you see the future and all that shit, right? Because at some point we are going to revert into power. Since our attention is not growing, if you're not growing, if you're not changing, you're dying. We're going to return back into that need and that want and that lack. And now we're going to start wanting to play the game of life. The, the game of the drama of taking and stepping off others. And we're going to lose that um, connection to the... It's not that you lose a connection to the sources. But your, your attention now, it's on taking. Right? And now this is what happens. This, you know, dark wizards or people that are like... Eventually you get into that. And a big one is sexuality, right? They will pull you down to that path. This happens a lot with fucking people and studying the deep mystery schools. Eventually, they devolve into this, you know, sensory pleasurable um, um, overdrive, right? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with sensory pleasure. What I'm saying is that You've lost touch of of the journey because you got so stuck in the phenomena. Your attention was so stuck in the the doing stuff that eventually it got. Um, you forgot that you have the attention of God, and now you want to show off, and that is a path to the you know like the Jedi would say to the dark side, right? I'm not saying that eventually you're not going to come back through that and get to the other side. But this does happen. There's this initiate, um, this book, um, the, the, Red, the Red Lion. And it's the story of an initiate that reincarnates. Um, and it's, it's you know, he used to be an initiate in a past lifetime. So he was a student of the great mystery schools, right? And then he reincarnates in a lifetime where he becomes obsessed with uh, um, with the Philosopher's Stone, uh, which is, you know, both gives you, uh, turns any metal into gold, and the, the Red Lion, which is the, another part of the Philosopher's Stone, uh, grants you immortality. But um, that kind of stuff is a physical, because physical, this shit exists. This is physical manifestation 
of the of the consciousness of the master of the work of the master the master has the ability to manifest and transform and command matter because matter don't no longer exist no longer do, does he exist either the whole thing is the holo you know holo deck of the star starting and star trek enterprise you know? the whole thing is just you know so there's no that attachment into physicality, into the phenomena. That is why the master has mastery over physicality because it's it's no longer attached to it. But that is why there's a trap there in, in being attached to all of this phenomenon. So um, when, when the being attains realization through the 52nd city, since all frequency and energy patterns are experienced as stopping, right, through the attaining realization, uh, we find ourselves sitting at the heart of all creation. And it is not sitting at the heart of all creation. It is, we are all of creation. We become all of creation simultaneously. And so there is no movement because there's no space. There's no distance from here to there. There is no want. There is no need. There's no, the, the movie's over. We are the movie and we are the movie reel and we are the, you know, the actors that made it happen and the writer that wrote it and the stories of the life of the writer that come to, you know, inspire him to write that. We are the entire thing and we are the reactions of the people in the audience, every single one of them simultaneously that are related to all the experiences in their lives. We are the... The th not only the theater, but all of the theaters of the world or the multiverse where that story is being played. Um, so all phenomena are experienced as wheeling around us as we become the still point of existing itself. And I don't know about that, and I don't know if he knows about that, because I don't think he's like that. I think he's just being poetic here. I don't think he knows what he's talking about here. Phenomena is wheeling around you, because at that point, there's no you. You know, nothing's going to wheel around you, because there's no you anymore. So the sheath of fear and stress created by the world shadow, world electromagnetic field, can no longer touch us since we occupy a space outside of all vibration. And this is very interesting when he says we, we, we occupy a space outside vibration. I would use different words, but basically we're out of frequency. We're beyond frequency. Frequency is time, to know, less or more time, which doesn't even exist in the first place, but you know it does as long as you are not fulfilled. You can feel the passage of time. What we're really feeling is unsatisfaction. But because we are at a place where there's no longer distance, whether in time and, or, and, and space, then there is no vibration. So, you know, in this, in, this, in this place, nothing, none of the drama of the world touches you anymore. You're, you're in your own parallel universe. And this is the most important thing, you know, to understand, especially at this time of change worldwide, that you are, your attention is your parallel universe. You are, and it is whatever it is you want it to be. 
So it's very important because everybody's got their own head trip. But, you know, as soon as you hear somebody trying to convince you of their head trip, you know they don't have it. Because you don't go out trying to convince people of your stuff because you're, you're, you're groovy. <laughs> you know, why do you need people to believe you? You don't. So, um, so, so this is why mystics use terms such as the spaceless space to describe the state. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Along with the stillness comes the experience of the 58th city of bliss. That's the programming partner uh, of the 52nd city. Going from the shadow of dissatisfaction through the gift of vitality all the way through the city of bliss. And you got this loop going on from stillness to bliss. Stillness gives you bliss and bliss gives you stillness. The same thing. And the same, you got those loops in the shadow and the gift, right? Because it's always, that's how these programming partners uh, work together. Um, so these two great cities, the 52nd and 58th, mirror one of the great universal concepts of geometry and physics, which is the torus. The torus is a multidimensional geomet geometrical figure. It's not saying it right. It's not multidimensional geometric. It's multidimensional um Geophysical, right? I guess you could say multidimensional geometric, that exists at the heart of all space-time. And it is... But here's the, the, the way that the words are saying, is that there's, there's no such thing as the heart of space-time. It's either it exists or it doesn't. And when there's stillness, there is no heart. There is nothing. There is, there is everything simultaneously so there's no heart you know i guess you could i guess he's seeing it from the outside oh there's the heart that's where you get you know but when you're in there it's, it's there's nothing and because there's everything right so this is the torus right and this is what the, this is what i was talking about the end of the universe at the beginning when you look at the end of the universe it comes back to itself through the quantum world so the end of the universe it's, as far as you can see, the end of, you know, galaxies and galaxies and clusters of galaxies and, you know, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. At the end of it, it comes into a funnel and then it goes back into the subatomic structure and then it comes back out as the universe. And imagine that at a multidimensional level, the the multiverse, you got this this. This universe is a torus. But we are a torus. Our whole electromagnetic fields are torus. The best way to look at a torus is an apple. An apple is literally a torus. And it's uh, so just uh, Google what a torus is if you don't know what a torus is because there's a lot of really cool um, geometrical examples of this. And it's good to actually see the image of the torus because um, this is literally the... Um, what makes life what is life is the torus or, or life is the way that the torus is the way life looks in this physical reality so the torus demonstrate the universal laws of energy dynamics based on torque and spiraling forces at one end of the torus is the black hole that's sucking everything up representing the yin pole that sucks contracts and enfolds all energy and matter into it 
And when we're talking about black holes and white holes, that's exactly what I'm talking about with the universe. The end of the universe is coming back through the subatomic structure, coming out of a black hole, coming out of a white hole, I'm sorry. And then it's being sucked into the black hole going out the other way, coming out. Who knows what's on the other side of the black hole? Maybe that's the entrance to another parallel universe. There is so much we don't know. Isn't that exciting? And um, so at the other end of the torus is the white hole, representing the young pole that releases, creates, and expands all energy and matter outwards to create space-time itself. The light that we are comes from the light of God. The torus unites centrifugal and centripetal forces going outward and going inward, bringing implosive and explosive dynamics into the same system. Within the human DNA, the torus at the heart of all being is directly experienced through the state of enlightenment, which unites stillness, the black hole, with bliss, the white hole. And this is, you know, that realization of the eternal movement of life, that it's this torus is constantly moving, but at the same time is still. Because it's both expanding, exploding. And this is what I'm talking about, this channeling the divine light of creation. You become, your heart becomes the white hole, right? And you're just channeling. And the universe is coming through your heart. Now you are a giver of light. You can be also be a black hole too and be a fucking walking, sucking life force <laughs> cannibal, right? But, uh, I mean, that's an experience. And if you're done with that, you know, I mean, there's, uh, it's, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, at some point you go like, this is this experience, I'm done with it. And we just dream a new dream, have a new experience. So we've reached the end of the episode today, and uh, we're going to continue with this uh, city of stillness tomorrow. We're going to deepen more into this, um, and those are the only two episodes we're going to cover this week, and then we're going to dive into Jinky 53 next week, starting with the shadow. Uh, but podcast, uh, you know, now it's two, three, four times a week. <laughs> um, um and uh, you can find us on every podcast app out there. Um, if you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with um, uh, a link that says um, support. Click on that one and you'll find all of our social media. And if you need help understanding this, a, a soundboard to, you know, so we can look into your hologenetic profile, how to use this tool to manifest fulfillment in your life, right? Most important thing we have to realize is we're just brothers and sisters here. We're sharing data with each other. That is love. We do not have the answers for anybody else, but we can help each other. You know, learn how to ride that bicycle, you know, learn how to climb that mountain, you know, use this tool for for aspects in your reality and that's all we're doing here helping each other because we are each other right so if you're going through all of that stuff there's also a very specific um, coaching program we have for people that are stuck in the dark night of the soul who are ready 
to move out of the darkness. So, because if you are not ready, nothing can get you out of that one. Not even God. You have to get yourself out. But if you are ready, what I mean by you are ready is that you are ready to stop being fucking right about everything. Because you can either be right or you can be happy or you can be fulfilled. Because when you realize that it isn't you who's right, but your personality who's right about everything, who's right about all these motherfuckers that have done shit to me and blah, 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 blah. Or you, you're right because nobody loves me. Whatever fucking head trip, you're head tripping on the dark night. Or you're just nobody and you like feel nothing and you feel empty and you know so much. Whatever fucking head trip. It's all head trip. It's all head trip because life is creation. When you're stuck in the dark night of the soul, you're imploding. And it's a beautiful place because it's also where the caterpillar is a chrysalis. You're, going, you're dissolving, literally dissolving. So if you're ready means, meaning you're done, you're ready to bloom, you're ready to get out of it. I'm not saying that your life's going to be solved and you're not going to have problems anymore. What I, what I mean is that you're going to want to live. And that is everything. So we have a very specific coaching program for people who are ready to stop the past, stop whatever it is that they've been doing and, and move on to the, your real life, right? It's called, uh, you know, Dark Night of the Soul and coaching. And you can see it on there on the support button. We have um, at the bottom right corner of TV, we have um, a coaching program called Life Design. It helps you align. And this is not for people that are stuck in the Dark Night of the Soul, but just want to, you know, align every aspect of their lives with their deepest spiritual purpose. Because sometimes we have like, you know, we're doing this work here. But then our house is a mess or, you know, your relationships are, you know, or, or you know, you, your work sucks. But, you know, certain there's a disjoinment of, of areas of your life. But when you look deep into your deepest spiritual purpose, there's a light that holds every single area on your life in alignment. And then now everything begins to be, you start allowing harmony into your life you, you you're making music like now it's 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 awesome to be here and here and here and, and and you realize that they're not necessarily separate they intertwine and there's a way to have all of your areas of your life be in harmony with each other so all of that information is there and if like say you can find us on every podcast app out there just look for planet homemaking or if you go to any page of uh, join.tv you'll see the links for apple Podcasts and google Podcasts and spotify and all of them but you can only find uh, all of these 768 episodes in join.tv and in podbean uh other, other than that you'll find around 500 <laughs> which is uh, actually pretty good too or i don't know if it's 500 or 100 something like that but thank you, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Epi- this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.